Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to episode 140 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today, we are going to dive into some mindset as I talk about the pratfall effect and relate this to different things that I do so that hopefully you can relate it to things that you do. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, Grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Before we begin to get our minds just right, let's take a moment to talk about a sponsor of the show. Frey Skincare has been with me since day one, and they keep my skin feeling mighty fine, especially as we are getting into these warmer months, uh, applying enough lotion, enough uh, sunscreen, etc. All of those things have a mighty fine importance in life, and uh, Frey has you covered with all of them. If you have any questions about what my daily routine looks like, I'm happy to answer them for you. I do use a decent amount of their products, and I believe I've tested everything. Uh, I might not use it all every single day, but I do use a very large amount of their items. If you peep the show notes, you will then see the link to get some shopping. Uh, And you can always use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, at checkout. That will help you to save with Frey Skincare. Okay, so first up, what is the pratfall effect? So the pratfall states that people who we consider to be highly competent or even people that we consider to be superior, we find them more likable whenever they make regular everyday mistakes. Now, this, again, only really specifies specifies those that we would consider more to a, a famous person, if you will. So, for example, one study was talking about Jennifer Lawrence, and it said that one of the reasons why she is so liked is because she is known for falling down at the red carpet. Um, she will speak very honestly in interviews. Uh, She is commonly considered to be a down-to-earth celebrity based off of the way that she just makes regular old mistakes, right? So it's this idea that whenever we look at somebody that is superior and they make a boo-boo, we then feel like, wow, they're one of me and we like them more. We, we like the fact that we have this, this thing in common, even though we view them as almost like this, this superhero-like thing. Now, it does not take the same mindset into account 
whenever we are looking at those that are considered average or mediocre, uh, those average Joe Schmoes, like myself, uh, we are considered to actually be more negatively impacted whenever we make something like a mistake. So Jennifer Lawrence falls on the red carpet and we all applaud her. We're like, dude, I mean, gosh, your life is so crazy. You do so much. Like maybe she's tired. Like look, look at that dress they made her wear. All these things. We start giving so many reasons as to why her fall is an okay thing and why we love the fact that, 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 that she fell and laughed it off. Yet if I fall on the red carpet, it would, if anything, just be like, look at this dumbass trying to walk on the red carpet. And that's it. Nothing else happens besides that. Now, if there is one thing that I have thought for forever is I do think that failure, whenever it comes to something like our elementary school setting, I do think that failure is something that should be uh, exposed more. The amount of times that teachers are, from my understanding, required to pass a student on maybe a test or the actual grade itself or whatever, when I do think that the student would actually learn so much more from failing, like I would rather, if I had a child, I would rather you give them an F on the test, even if they studied for the test, even if they did all the things, just for us to get an understanding of like, how can we overcome this? It's only going to push that student to maybe try a new study tactic or encourage them to put more time in where they need, encourage them to not talk to their friends in the class, like whatever it is. As adults, we learn a lot from our failures. But I also think that the way that we were brought up makes it so that we we almost sometimes try to hide our failures. We try to mask our failures. And I think that this study only highlights that. So I'm assuming if you're listening, you fall into the Joe Schmo category. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is listening to caffeinated yogi talks, but if you know her, let's get her listening. I think she would enjoy. <laughs> uh, but we know that if we make a mistake like falling on the red carpet, like we view that as like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. And we get so, so, so like upset with ourselves. And I also think that as upset as we get with ourselves is part of the reason why people around us then also view our hiccup, view our boo-boo as a bad thing. So we talk actually about the... Um, uh, the the pratfall uh, effect. We talk about that in my yoga teacher training program, even though I don't even mention the study. And one thing that I, I encourage my trainees to do is to not say sorry whenever they mess up. So if you've ever taken a yoga class, one thing that is very different from yoga compared to every other form of movement that you're going to go through is the instructor is constantly guiding you through every single little step that you do. Now you of course have the ability to adjust however you so choose, but let's compare this to a CrossFit class. The instructor is going to guide you, you know, through the warm up. They're going to tell you that you're moving through squats, and then you kind of go off on your own. And the coach is going to come up and work with you a little bit for like five minutes, and then you keep doing your thing. If you go to a spin class. They're going to show you how to get your feet into to the, the shoes, into the pedals. 
They're going to tell you when to turn up and down resistance, but that's about it. They're not really necessarily navigating your exact step by step. And with yoga, we do. With yoga, we cue you through every single step that you take. Meaning there are a lot more opportunities for you to do something like mess up your right and your left or say your arm instead of your foot. It's going to happen. You're human. People will remember if you constantly kept messing up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, um, let's make sure that we have your right foot going to something that is like a 75 degree angle compared to the back left corner of the mat. They're like, holy shit, what is this teacher saying? And if you're the teacher that says sorry 27 times, they're going to remember that you messed up 27 times. If you roll with the punches or if you be organically yourself, so I sometimes will say something like your other left foot. Or if I say, meet me in standing, and I meant to say, meet me in a fold, I'd be like, just kidding, forward fold. And, you know, if people can hear the smile in my voice, I then see them smile or giggle and they continue on. Now, I feel way more comfortable with making mistakes in something like guiding a yoga class than what I do in other areas of my life. And I would say, I hate to use the word superior, superhero, any of the things that this part fall effect takes into account, but I would say that I feel like I fall into more of the expert in the room. Please note I'm not trying to say I'm an expert in yoga. There are people that have been studying this way longer than I've been alive, and I understand that I have a lot of room to grow. I have a lot of room to learn. But if you come to my yoga class, you are paying me money because you view that I am the expert. You view that I can guide you safely and efficiently while on your yoga mat. So in that situation, I would fall into the expert in the room. I feel way more comfortable with making mistakes in something like that than what I sometimes do in like posting something on Instagram which is funny because on all my pages, I always show up in some form of a business aspect. Now, Sky's the Limit is one where I view up as a full brand that represents a lot of people. I represent the entire studio, a brick and mortar. And I normally do not show up as Danielle Talley. Now, on the Caffeinated Yogi, I that is a personal brand, meaning there are no other coaches there. You are working one-on-one with me as a person. Is it a business? Yes. But that is a personal brand where the other one is, I guess I would say more of a, more of a corporate brand. I don't know what to call it. More of a brand brand. Anyways, <laughs> TZY is something where it is just me. It is me and you, me and the individual. Uh, it is a personal brand. And I sometimes, there are some areas where I don't mind messing up. And it's interesting because I feel like I have fallen into this trap way too many times in recent, uh, um, in the past maybe year or so, where I let Instagram kind of take the negative pratfall effect to me. Meaning I let Instagram tell me that I'm a Joe Schmo. And that's why I get really upset if and when I mess up. 
Yet sometimes it's Instagram that's messing up for me. For example, if I have anybody that is a content creator listening, I've had so many issues in the past like three months where I go to post a reel and the words are there and then I hit post and the words are gone and like dear god is it so annoying. But besides the point, that's not even me making the mistake. That's me doing everything that I'm that, that I'm told to do, doing it in the way that it wants me to, and then there's a boo-boo on Instagram's end. But besides that fact, no matter what it is, I like the algorithm is constantly changing with Instagram. And what time of day you should post? Should you do a picture or a reel? Should it be a swipe? Should it be this? Should you have text graphics? Should you not? When do you engage? When do you uh, comment on the things? How often should you be in your stories? How engaging are your stories? Uh, I mean, and that's just maybe one slice of the pie. Like that list goes on and on and on. And I really let it impact me. And I will feel constantly like as soon as I make one little mistake in the Instagram eyes that like, oh man, I'm just this failure. And my point of telling you this story is to remind yourself that no matter what setting you're in, try to find, if it comes to your work, find the way for you to be like, no, I'm the expert. And me messing up makes makes me more likable makes me more approachable. Uh, It opens up a more organic conversation. And that is my current goal, my current affirmation, mantra, intention that I'm trying to set with specifically how do I grow TCY. And I, I have always been so good at being organically me. Like even looking at the show, the amount of things that I do not edit you're going to hear a train passing by. Guys, I don't have the resources to be able to edit out the train that is three blocks away from me. Now, if the train is being obnoxious, I try to hit the pause button, I wait for it to go by, and then I keep recording. You're going to hear little extra sound bits or maybe me hitting the microphone. You're going to hear me say, uh, I'm not going to pay money for an app that's going to take out my uhs. You're going to get the uhs. I'm an other. <laughs> and yet the show keeps growing. I also, though, show up on this platform confidently as the expert in what I am saying. And if I don't know what I'm saying, I openly tell you this is my opinion. This is how I feel. I do not have a degree in this or I have not studied this, but I saw XYZ and my opinion is ABC. And I confidently say that and I'm okay with my mess ups. I'm okay whenever I say tomato over tomato. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me from the yoga teacher standpoint, from the yoga studio owner standpoint. I confidently feel that my little hiccups make my students come back. It makes the listeners come to the show. It makes my students come to my classes. It makes people feel more welcome whenever they walk into the yoga studio. Yet with TCY, I oftentimes, specifically when looking at Instagram, fall into the trap of, oh no, I'm not the expert. It's almost like I let Instagram defy who is the expert, which is just so silly. Not that my following is that big by any means, but the people that have worked with me have almost all come from something like Instagram. And they almost all come to me because they like something that isn't me. 
So something that I challenge you to do, and maybe you do it with me because it's something I'm challenging myself to do, is look at that area where you would consider yourself potentially the expert. And try to mindfully remove the things that make you feel like you're not an expert. So for me, with TCY, this is like removing the algorithm. And of course, there are going to be some things that I do for the algorithm. Like, for example, I'm not going to post something at 11.59 at night. Number one, because I'm probably not awake. (laughs) And number two, even if I was awake, I know that like nobody else is awake. That's silly. Why am I going to do that? Right? But am I potentially just going to go back to posting a picture with an inspirational caption? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, Am I going to confidently do so? Because I know that I'm a good yoga teacher and I feel that my brand, The Caffeinated Yogi, taking the yoga mind to barbell, dinner plate, and beyond is something that that would correlate with. People might come across that picture, see my page, and be like, huh, this girl that told me to inhale confidence, exhale doubt, is also somebody that teaches lifting and that works with somebody with nutrition. Like, this is kind of cool. And that might resonate with them. So yeah, I'm going to show up that way. And I'm going to try. I'm going to put Instagram to the back burner so that I can really let the pratfall effect work in my favor. I can keep showing up with more and more confidence even whenever I might post something to my story and there is a typo. If you've been following recently, I've actually let more stories be posted with typos. I oftentimes will catch it and delete it. And I've been like, no, dude, I'm fucking busy. I posted this maybe even with doing a Siri talk thing. And this is what I got. And normally it's like a fun, it's it's not like I'm posting anything that's, you know, like, oh, please buy my pull-up programming of blah 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 and there's like a typo with the word pull-up like no I would I would probably fix that but if I'm showing you something of my dog and I say something like homeboy took another shit on the sidewalk which is true my dog does not like to poop on the grass he likes to poop on the concrete and that can be a pain in the butt and if instead saying my dog took a shit on the sidewalk my phone corrected it to my dog took a shot on the sidewalk I'm just gonna leave it I'm just going to let it be. And maybe that's even what then sparks conversation with me because you started following me from a strength perspective and you're like, dude, shot on the sidewalk though is kind of funny. Like it kind of makes sense. And we have a conversation from there. So find the area and try first to be comfortable with being the, as the, uh, um, as the pratfall effect likes to say, Find that area where you are superior. I hate that word. Where you are superhuman. I don't like that word either. Um, Find that area where you are the expert. I like that word. Where you are the expert. And confidently show up as the expert. Make others believe that you are the expert. And don't just say that you are an expert, by the way, because you are, because you look like something. Like, damn, the amount of people on Instagram that because they are extremely fit, because they look like they should be a personal trainer, they then start talking like they're a personal trainer. Like that stuff drives me insane. But if you are 
I don't know, a, let's say you're a kid psychologist, um, show up as the expert. It's okay if you make a mistake in something that you say, and I'm going to totally view you as like, dude, you're a human. It's fine. If you were to, you know, mess up something in a conversation that I had, if I was looking to hire you for your services. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Find that area where you really do, you have the potential to qualify as the expert and then first actually believe it. Show up as such. Have the damn confidence to be the expert in the room. Then if you make a mistake, people are going to feel more okay with the mistake. Why? Because they already trust you so much and now it's almost like, ooh, I put them on this pedestal. And them making this mistake, this gives them more of this natural, organic, human feel. And now I kind of want to work with them. Now I kind of want to be Jennifer Lawrence's friend, even though she fell on the red carpet. I also know that this area, studying this form or this study within psychology, this is something that I am not an expert in. So maybe I did make a mistake. However, I would say that I am the expert on this podcast, meaning I can confidently talk to you about something. I can confidently talk to you about mindset. That's what we've done today. I've studied mindfulness for years. I feel confident in saying that. I also know maybe I made a mistake with possibly even how it's pronounced. Pratfall, P-R-A-T-F-A-L-L, I think, Pratfall effect. If I messed up, let me know. And I, I feel so okay with the fact that maybe I messed up the pronunciation of that word because I feel confident, so confident that I'm the expert with everything else I talked about. I hope that that is something that encourages you to be the expert in the room so that then the mistakes are something that only help you and your client or your friend or your relationship, whatever it is. It helps you and that person at hand have a more human interaction. It creates a better bond. It creates that connection where the other person at the end of the line, they they want to work with you, talk with you, be with you. I thank you for letting me be raw, real, and organically me on this show. It means a lot. The show has grown so freaking much in the year of 2023. And um, I'm happy that you were here for the ride. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you listened to, do me a hot favor. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at the Caffeinated Yogi Company, at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. That is just going to help more people be exposed to the show, which is why I'm here. This show is for free, so please let me speak to more humans. Until next Tuesday, my lovelies, namaste and sleepy thing. Thank you.